We're all souls having a human experience. That experience is a journey, and each journey is unique. It's through our experiences that we come together and unite. Join soul-led author, podcaster, Reiki practitioner, healer, teacher, and sheepreneur, Kristen Aurelia, as she shares insights, wisdom, and knowledge with listeners. This show is dedicated to understanding the complex layers of human behavior. Each episode will continue to illuminate pathways and spark soulful journeys. After all, we are all children of God, one collective consciousness trying to survive the human experience. Welcome to the Surviving the Human Experience podcast. This channel is uniquely created space for exploration of topics for all things human experience related. Each episode and series is specifically designed to explore and discuss topics that play a role or have an impact on our human experience. Topics chosen span across health and wellness, self-discovery, life experiences, personal growth, healing, and so much more. Join us as we embark upon the journey of awareness, education, information sharing, knowledge and wisdom, and exploration as we continue to evolve and become she-wise. Now for the fun part, the disclaimer. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. I am a fellow human being having a human experience and sharing information and findings along my journey. I'm not a licensed therapist, and this podcast is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. So without further ado, let's get started. Today on the Surviving the Human Experience podcast, we have a very special episode for our listeners. We're here with Trish Brewer. Trish is an intuitive guide, breathwork coach, teacher, and Reiki master. She is well known and respected throughout the spiritual community. She provides so much knowledge and wisdom to her clients through her healing practice, breathwork circle sessions, private one-on-one sessions, group as well as corporate events uh, for wellness. She also collaborates with healers throughout the D.C. metropolitan, metropolitan area to share the common goal of spreading love and healing throughout the world. On a personal level, Trish is a beautiful soul and has made it her life's mission to share her love and light with others that cross her path. She has been a guide and has held space for me personally as I continue to embark upon my spiritual journey, and I'm so excited to welcome her to the show. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Trish Brewer. How you doing? Good. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. I wanted to just um, thank you for taking some time to share with us today. I know you're super busy, so I'm glad you made it. Um, I've personally been blessed with the opportunity to learn from you as part of my awakening journey. I was blessed with meeting you through a mutual friend who had attended one of your breathwork circles, and she had shared her information and recommended I attend, which I did. Um, I was familiar with breathwork in the beginning, and I had incorporated different techniques in breathwork on my journey, but I was in for a special experience when I attended your circle. One like no other. Um, It was unlike anything I'd tried before, and I just couldn't resist sharing you with our listeners. Yes. So today's topic is going to be a very powerful one. We're going to talk about the power of the breath which you talk about often. I do. Yes. 
So we're going to jump right in. I've got questions for you and um, I'm excited to hear what you have to share with our listeners. So can you please share a little bit about your spiritual journey um, so we can get to know you a little better and how you arrived at identifying your gifts and figuring out which direction you wanted to go with them? Sure, sure. Uh, Well, identifying my gifts is, um, I think, still evolving, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But my journey began um, with a medical emergency, actually. Mm. That was, um, yeah, I, I got sick. I ended up in the hospital and was there for about a week. And I think that was, uh, towards the end of 2015, somewhere around 2015, 2016. And the doctors could not actually figure out what was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I had some gut issues and they just couldn't really pinpoint exactly what was wrong. And after spending a week in the hospital, they discharged me and it was probably six months of of, um, tests and trying to figure out what was wrong. But they never really got to the root of it. But while I was in the hospital, um, a friend of mine who's a Reiki master Mm -hmm. teacher um, came in and and she's also very intuitive, um, and she's a psychic medium, and she kind of um, set my um, a path. Mm. Ah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, she it. she um, came in and helped me out, did some Reiki, and just really said uh, something's got to change. Wow. So that was where it began, and something did have to change, and something did change from mm-hmm. there. So my journey began there. Um, I knew that Reiki was going to be a part of my healing, Mm -hmm. and it was, Um, but journaling, meditation, it started there along with the Reiki, and then two years later, um, breathwork found me. Ah. Along with, I was doing yoga as well, Okay, so yoga, acupuncture, I was doing all the holistic Mm -hmm. practices, but... Yeah, two years later, breathwork found me in the mountains of Vermont. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, that's so super awesome. Oh, I'm excited. We're going to hear more about that as we continue on. Um, So we first met in the breathwork space. So for those who are listening today who are new or newer to breathwork, can you share what breathwork is? what they can expect from breath work and what the benefits are overall for health and wellness purposes. Sure. So breath work, you can break it down into two categories is how I look at it. Um, most, most facilitators will as well. Um, you have breath work techniques and tools that are used every day for a healthy living. Okay. So those, are practices you can use daily. Those are things like a four-four breath, a four-eight breath, four-seven-eight, the alternate nostril breathing, even Wim Hof breath. Mm. Those are things that we incorporate into a daily practice. Okay. That for a healthy lifestyle, mm. right? Um, then you have what you experience in the circle, um, breath, what I call breath work healing. And I, you see me put in quotations, right? Uh (laughs) Healing. Um, but this is, this type of breath work is more active. It's deeper. It gets down into 
the kind of the root of some mm-hmm. of our healing and our um, experiences and moves things up and out of our body. Mm-hmm. So it's much more ceremonial, real, uh, ritualistic. It's a deeper experience. Okay. Very cool. So it is fascinating because um, you hear a lot of folks use breath techniques and breath work interchangeably. And so you're clarifying that that is, they're, they're two different things. Yes. Yes. Two different things meant for two different experiences. Okay. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's breath techniques for daily practice and breath healing for a deeper experience. Nice. Do you personally incorporate both into your spiritual practices for, I, for your own health and wellness? I do. I okay. do. I start my morning every day with a breath technique. Um, I usually don't even get out of bed before I sit up and do a breath of fire to get my okay. day going. Okay. I use a four, four breath in the afternoon just mm-hmm. before lunch. And I do a four, eight breath in the evening before bed. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And the breath healing, you know, I'm at a point where I'm probably doing it, um, weekly or uh, more on a maintenance mm-hmm. level. So either weekly or monthly or as needed. Okay. Yeah. So when you say as needed for someone who's new to this, what, what would as needed qualify as? It could be monthly, like a maintenance level it could mm-hmm. be either weekly or monthly, probably monthly. That's about Sometimes if I'm moving through something, it could be daily Okay. Uh, in maybe shorter mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's, um, in a good place or, you know, I might, might see clients who are in a better space mm-hmm. and they might come on a monthly basis for like a tune up. Okay. Makes sense. So, um, for someone who's getting familiar with the space, if you were experiencing a life event or something that's troubling you, you would say that that would be an as needed, like, Oh, this might be the time that you might want to go and attend a session or. Yeah. So if you've never done it before mm-hmm. and you're moving through a life transition, mm-hmm. then that would might be something that you want to do a private session to get an okay. idea or an understanding of what, what breath work mm-hmm. is about okay. breath, breath, the active breath work healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're moving through a life transition or, um, you have, you have a situation that you're, you're going through that you're looking for clarity or understanding how to get to the other side. Right? Mm, yes. Um, then, you know, I recommend first booking a call right? Okay. and doing a, a call to make, to, to see what the program, which, what is best. Mm-hmm to how to move forward with you with that. Um, but may, it might be that, um, we do three sessions Mm -hmm. and in three sessions over a period of three weeks, you're in a better space. Mm. Okay. Um, and then you might be, might want to move into the circles Mm -hmm. if that group dynamic works for you. Okay. But not everybody is, comfortable in a group dynamic. Mm-hmm. Some people are more comfortable in private spaces. Some people find a tremendous amount of, um, a tremendous amount in of healing in community, mm-hmm. which I think community 
groups, those, those groups are very healing, right? You know, we find a lot of energy and a lot of vulnerability and a lot of healing comes from being in community because mm. we're, we share this, right. some of the same energy when right. we're in those groups. Makes sense. Awesome. All right. So you talked a little bit already about the different breath work techniques. Um, have you found that different techniques work better with different groups of people or in different settings, or do you pretty much have um, a standard that's used throughout your modalities when you're working with clients? Um, I would say that they are unique. Some of them are unique to Mm -hmm. certain individuals. I do have some basic techniques Mm -hmm. that I start with. Okay. And then we build from there, Mm. Uh, especially with the breath techniques Mm -hmm. and a breath coaching workshop. We start at the very basics. Okay. And then we build from there. Ah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And your clients, and and I know this probably goes across the board when people are doing breath work, but do they have to be physically present in front of you to do the breath work or because you're located here in the Washington DC area, right? But let's just say somebody's looking for a breath work coach or they want to get into this space. Is, is it something where you have to find somebody local to you or can you do them virtually? Nope. We do them virtually. I do breath awesome. coaching virtually. I've done breath healing mm. virtually. I mean, we did it all through the pandemic. I love it. Yeah. yeah, the world has changed so much since the pandemic. So even uh, even when you know people are working or doing whatever, we've gotten into this really remote space, and so um, it's really awesome to see what can be done virtually now because it opens up who you have access to, which yeah. is super cool. Yes, absolutely cool. Um, so, what's your difference? Would you say between the group session or the group circles and your private sessions? Like, are they run differently or do you do the same things in them? Well, the basics are the same. Mm -hmm. So you're going to move through the healing the same. However, in a private session, you're going to have my full one-on-one attention, so to speak. Um, you've attended the, Mm -hmm. the private, uh, the circles, yes, group circles, but, and you see how I, I do move, still move through the group and Mm -hmm. making sure intuitively, um, touching on each person as they need, need it, Mm -hmm. um, and guiding them. However, in a one-on-one, what I would say the biggest difference is, I'm 100% focused on the healing of that particular person. And in private sessions, we're also able to do some processing work. So Mm -hmm. I don't jump right into the energy work, whether Mm -hmm. it's breath, whether it's a breath work session or a Reiki session, we start with, um, grounding we start with some processing and when i say processing work we you know i ask what the intention is and then we move into what what not only the attention but what's coming up mm. is there something that is um is coming up that needs to be worked through processed mm. through before we go into the energy work mm-hmm. and so in a private session we have the ability to do that and then We move into um, the energy work, whether it's breath work or whether it's Reiki, and then there's time for additional processing after the session is over. Mm -hmm. And the one-on-ones are really, again, I I mentioned before, are really great for those times in someone's life 
that they are moving through either a transition or a situation mm-hmm. that that they need to find particular you know clarity to that being in a group environment might not give them the individualized um, individualized need mm-hmm. needs need to be met. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Makes complete sense. Yeah. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become she-wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. Calling all authors! Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.
intention of doing the um, breathwork circles with groups, and I absolutely loved it. I found that um, being in that circle format, you would introduce crystals to help those of us who needed help grounding or needed protection or whatever our personal situation um, was, you, you would accommodate that. Um, you incorporate music which is amazing because, you know, those first song or two, it takes me a minute to get into that zone. And then once I get my breath and my rhythm going, I'm like, okay, I'm there. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in it. And sometimes I hear the songs and sometimes I don't, depending on where my head space is um, at the time. But I love the fact that you incorporate different methods throughout the whole process. You are um, having a scream at one point. We're, you know, laughing. We're, we're kicking our feet. You know, we're having that tantrum, as you call it, for a few moments. <laughs> to push that energy out and at first I could remember being really nervous I'm like she wants me to scream I don't scream that's weird right how am I going to do that and then we got to the part where it was time and I'm like I'm putting the pillow over my face nobody's going to hear my scream I don't even know if I can scream but I'm going to try it um, and then moving through and doing the kicking and you could physically feel the energy going through your body it's such a it's, it's an experience like no other. I mean, I've done a lot of different um, energy work and, and worked across that space, but the breath work just takes you to a zone so fast, like so much uh, quicker than anything else I'd ever experienced. So it's really awesome. Um, I love the fact too that even in the circles with several people around, you're able as a coach to just watch and be in tune with everybody's energy and everybody's need, which to me, I... I don't know how you do it. It's overwhelming. And like, I'm like, how did she know to bring me the stones to ground? How did she know to bring that oil over and, and that specific one? So you have to be very um, in tune and intentional with all of the people that you're, you're being surrounded with and that you're working with. And you do such a fabulous job of it, which is, uh, yeah, it's so super cool. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, I, I feel blessed to be... Um, guided by something more divine, mm -hmm. you know, by a higher power. Sometimes mm -hmm. I don't know why I choose what I choose, but it's an instinct. It's natural and I don't question it anymore. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I yeah. love it. That's when you know you're doing what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I'm going to shift over because you do so many different things and I want to yeah. cover um, this area as well. Reiki. Really, yeah. really awesome, um, big area that you cover in everything you do. It's it's like you've incorporated it across everything Trish-related, and I love <laughs> that. Um, I had the pleasure of being one of your students in the uh, Reiki training for Level 1 and Level 2 certifications. I first came to you because I actually just wanted to learn how to move my own energy and how to control my own energy because I knew my energy is very erratic and I just wasn't sure how do you tell your energy from somebody else's and mm -hmm. when you're new to that energy space you're, you know, you're I don't want to say at the mercy, but you go to the healers and the experts that know what's going on. And I'm like, well, I'm curious. I want to understand, you know, from my level. And I did that level one. And then I thought, okay, that's cool. But wait, there's a level two. Okay. You can have the option to do this on other people. Um, so I, I went through with level one and level two, and I was just blown away by everything you were teaching. Um, not even knowing what an attunement was walking in. I mean, I was fresh, <laughs> fresh out of the gate on this one. Like I have no idea what I just signed up for, but this is going to be awesome. I knew I was supposed to be there. I had been 
kind of shepherded in that direction for quite some time. I just couldn't figure out who that person was Mm. that was going to be the one that would mentor me and that was going to guide me through the process. And I can remember being told several times, you need to look into Reiki. You need to look into Reiki. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Don't know what it is, but cool. I'll try it out. And I made several phone calls to people who were offering certifications and didn't hear back. And I said, well, clearly that was for a reason because I got into the space where I realized everything happens on purpose, right? There are no coincidences. And then I met you and I'm sitting in breath work and I'm like, wait, she teaches Reiki. Hold on. <laughs> I called, I called the family. I said, you wouldn't believe what I just found out. Trish is a Reiki master. She's a teacher. She's an instructor. She offers the courses and it's literally right here. I don't even have to go very far. So I knew that was supposed to happen. Um, so it was really cool because I got to come here. I got to, um, experience attunements and wow, like the class part. Cool. But when you did those attunements, I'm like, am I seeing things like what is happening in this meditative state? Like this is different. And I know we talked about it during, uh, during the sessions and what was happening. And I was just amazed at like how open you become and how you start to really be able to feel the energy channel. And you, you realize that as you shared with us, we're the conduit, we're, we're the middle, we're, we're right in the middle. We've got the divine above, we've got Mother Earth below, and we are right in that middle. And I thought, this is the coolest thing in the world to realize that you can make those connections and be that in-between. So so that was just a little story I wanted to share. Um, I have continued to incorporate Reiki on myself regularly, and I found that that is part of my daily routine. Actually, in the morning, I'm like, okay, I got to go through, I got to do all my all my Reiki, and then I'm I'm good to go. I can move through my day, and it helps me to kind of ground myself as well. Um, so I want to jump into some questions about Reiki. Okay. And so there are a lot of spiritual practices and tools that are available in this space, and right now it just seems like. The world is waking up. Everybody's looking. Yes. Everybody's like, Ooh, I want to try this. I want to try that. And so what brought you to a space where you decided that Reiki was going to be the medium that you used to perform your energy work? Hmm. Um, probably, well, even before my medical emergency back in 2016, Mm -hmm. um, it was probably in my 30s when I was very the very first time I was introduced to Reiki um, and it's like one of those things where I was like oh yeah sure you know <laughs> like <laughs> what like, is this okay. <laughs> right and but it was really it was a really great you know I felt really great mm-hmm. and I was like okay and I kind of dipped my toes mm-hmm. in the spiritual world okay. back then and then life happens, mm-hmm. you know, and someone told me back then, you know, I think you should probably look into mm. doing Reiki. And I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> and then life happened and I moved on. And then, you know, as it happens, um, when you don't follow your divine purpose, mm-hmm. God will make sure. <laughs> yes. You get to circle back and try again. Gonna, yeah. Circle yes. back with something. Yes. So I think, uh, for me, it was just natural. That's what okay. felt, uh, what I felt called to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it happened in my thirties. It happened again in my forties. Mm. And, um, yeah, it was just something it kept coming up. Okay. And so when it, something keeps coming up, you just kind of, 
kind of know that that's yeah. what it's supposed you're supposed to do. Yeah. Same thing with breathwork for me. Mm-hmm. When it came up, I was like, oh, yep, that's it. It's right mm. there. It was just a knowing. Mm. It just feels like a knowing, like a big yes. Okay. I love that. Yes, I've been learning about the big yeses and, and realizing that if it's not a hell yes, then it's not even worth it. Keep going. But yep. if it is, it's yeah. like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, it has to be a hell yes. Yeah. It was a hell yes both I love times. it. I love it. Yeah, and it's funny because I think we go through our lives, and I always joke, I always say, I over-exercised my free will <laughs> for the first portion of my life. <laughs> I'm now paying attention. <laughs> I'm like, okay, God, I got you. I didn't listen the first, second, or third time. Okay, I understand where we're going with this. So learning that, yes, you still have free will. That's great. But we do have divine purpose, and yeah. it's shown to us over and over. A lot of times we don't take the time to stop and listen. Um, and I think when you're in that space of doing Reiki and breath work, it's when you get to quiet the mind and you actually get to listen to your soul and realize, I appreciate the fact that this human over here is trying to run me on autopilot. However, i got to come back to my connection and figure out why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, yeah. Listen. That, that is the beauty of it, right? Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, why are we just moving through life if we don't have a connection to a higher purpose or a higher, a higher, um, yeah, or higher divinity, mm-hmm. the divinity above, right? Right. Listening to that, mm-hmm. that clarity comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at dreamvision7radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com.
Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become she-wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. When you're doing your Reiki sessions, do you ever encounter unexpected experiences or kind of get caught off guard because you're going into that session and maybe you have something in mind or maybe you don't, but, but what is it like for you as a practitioner when you go into that space and you've got that person on the table and I, I say, I don't have expectations. Okay. Um, I try to to do my best to go in very open, Mm -hmm. um, grounded and open, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that's also very important to stay grounded, but yet open. Mm -hmm. Um, have I had really cool experiences and really neat experiences? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I have learned is to, um, to listen mm. and and trust mm-hmm. because sometimes especially in the beginning uh you start to question you question mm. I was like oh yeah I, I don't I'm not sure about that yeah. you know that question comes mm-hmm. up, oh I don't know maybe I shouldn't tell them mm-hmm. that I felt this or saw that to the client but then when you start to speak to the client and you realize that they felt something or saw something, mm. it like it starts to validate like the things yes. that you saw or felt. So yes. now I I just trust what is coming in. Okay, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some things that you know happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some I, I don't know how to explain it, um, but there are some really cool things that happen. Okay. My body vibrates. Okay. And sometimes my body um, 
moves mm. on its own. It'll like rock back and forth okay. when I ask a question and I'm not doing that. So mm-hmm. the first time that happened, I was like, <laughs> it was like a WTF moment. Right, I was right. like, I just asked a question and my body just kept yeah, moving. You're back like a pendulum. Forth. I was exactly, I was a human pendulum. And after a while I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. Can you stop? Can I stop? Just stop. Like, wow. I'm going to get a headache or right. a whiplash. Right. You know? And You're like, like, is anybody watching me right now? I know, right? And I'm like, it was a good I'm not doing it, I no, promise. I it's know. happening on its own. I know. But the first, yeah, the first time that happened, I was like, all right, we can stop now. I got the message. I know what to say to wow. her. Wow. <laughs> that was really, um, and now when it happens, I'm like, okay, I got it. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah. That was kind of funny. Oh my gosh. It's like have motion sickness. I'm sure you're like, yeah. where's the adramamine? I'm over here just rocking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. How cool is that? Yeah. I, um, yeah, there's, well, you know, uh, you took the mm-hmm. classes. So I always, I share that everyone has their own unique gift mm-hmm. and how it's right. going to show up. Some of us are going to hear messages. Some of us are going to feel it. Mm-hmm. Some of us are going to see things, you know, we have to just be, be really, um, careful Mm -hmm. and responsible with, with what we see and Mm. hear. Mm. Um, You know, I've experienced, and I know you have too, Mm -hmm. um, practitioners that share messages that aren't appropriate, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm a big proponent of being very responsible Mm -hmm. in what you share. Mm. Yes. With our clients. Yes. And that's such a huge, um, huge responsibility to have as a practitioner, knowing that you're being given information that's very sensitive sometimes, or, um, maybe somebody's not ready to hear it. Absolutely. Yeah. And knowing and being able to really use some, some judgment calls in those moments to say, ah, is it? something that's supposed to be shared or not. And clearly your body's going to rock back and forth and let you know if it is, which is super <laughs> awesome because you can get a quick, fast answer that way. Um, but just knowing that there's this whole space of ethical code that yes. that's supposed to exist, <laughs> right? Because, um, the energy field and the holistic space and all things that aren't the quote unquote traditional methods some of the stuff is, is gone back to the beginning of time and others are newer emerging areas. And, um, there isn't a lot written in that space as to what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. And, um, and it's nice to hear and see that you do put all of that thought behind it because I think there isn't a standard that's set. There aren't any standards, right? Right. These practices, you know, Reiki and, breath work. These are ancient, ancient practices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm grateful for the ancestors that brought this forward mm-hmm. and grateful that I'm, I'm here practicing mm-hmm. it. I don't know, you know, don't own the rights to any mm-hmm. of it. Um, and these ancient practices, but we don't have, um, there, there aren't, they aren't managed per se. And I'm not saying that we mm-hmm. should have have it, um, um, regulated by any stretch, but we do need to 
practice some sort of ethics mm-hmm. and codes and, you know, have some sort of ethics behind it, mm-hmm. which is why it was really important to me to take my um, training to another level mm-hmm. and get trauma informed mm-hmm. and do that outside of Reiki and outside of breath work, mm-hmm. outside of my teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and take it with a third party, mm. you know, mm-hmm. um, now I do have one breath work coach that I work with and she does incorporate trauma mm. into her being trauma informed into her breath work. Okay. Practice into mm-hmm. her breath work training. Mm-hmm. Um, but my previous breath work coaches, that I trained with two others did not. Mm. So before I started working with this particular coach and knowing that she does that, mm-hmm. um, I did take, take a separate course. And I think that's important mm-hmm. because we have to know when someone's having one of those moments mm-hmm. or when you need to refer out because both of these modalities, um, can, trigger a trauma response. Mm. So we have to watch our clients very carefully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. Um, yes, because I think there is a lot that gets stirred up when you start moving the energy around. And I know we've talked about, you know, several times body keeps a score and Mm -hmm. when the body says no and, and all of the research and data that's suggested over time, the body holds on to trauma and it's trapped there. And when you start moving and shifting, you don't always know what might come out. (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. 95% of our trauma is stored in the body. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of us didn't even know. Yeah. A lot of people still don't know. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) And then they come to a breath circle or to a Reiki session (laughs) or I don't know, you know, it's, it's a great way to, um, to really explore. And sometimes you don't even, as you know, sometimes you don't even know there's something trapped and yeah, you know, you can bring these things to the surface and, and then you've got to address those. This is why that integration part is really important. And that processing, like speaking about, about it, Mm -hmm. you know, afterwards Mm -hmm. the shares and Mm -hmm. circles are important. So people get a chance to process through anything that's Mm. come up. Um, I, I, offering that space Mm -hmm. to them is why the circles end up being a little longer than most. It's why doing that breath healing, it's important not to do that alone, Mm -hmm. like on Mm -hmm. your own, especially Mm -hmm. if you're new to it, Mm -hmm. um, because you don't have somebody there to hold that, that space for you. Mm -hmm. Um, very important to Mm -hmm. have that integration part. Yeah. Yeah. And it's why I don't actually push people, you know, Mm -hmm. you've been, I don't push people. I give them all of the ways out Uh out their breath. (laughs) If they need to come back to the active breath when you want to ways to where to put your hands on your body to Mm -hmm. stay, stay in the body. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another thing you do that I absolutely love is the journaling component at the end such a huge thing. Um, I've gone back several times to look because if you leave the space and you go back to journal later, what happened and what you saw, I think you tend to miss some things because it's not as fresh in your mind. And when you're coming out of that meditative state, it's so clear and, and Mm -hmm. it's almost like there's a window and I don't know if there is an actual window where it says this is X amount of time. This is when you should journal. But I have found that on the days that I journaled immediately after, I can pinpoint 
you know, colors, uh, sounds, feelings. I'll write down how my body felt. What did I see? What did it look like? What was around? And if I leave and I don't do that and I try to jot it down later, I've went back and compared and I'm like, oh no, I missed half of what, you know, happened there. So giving people that moment to journal and write about, you know, what they saw and experienced is so huge because you can refer back to it, which I've done. And you can track your progress on your journey as well with that. And you can see how each piece builds and the foundation. And um, I'm a big believer in signs. I absolutely have started to pay attention to all of them. I see numbers and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I've seen that number a few times or um, this word was said or, or all of a sudden my body tingles. I don't get the vibration thing, but like I can tell immediately if something's right or wrong because my whole body feels like it's on fire and electrocuting. And it's just so cool to be able to look and say, oh, wow, this happened on this date and this came true or this, you know, this event occurred and then this came and showed up. And so it's really awesome to be able to have that written piece so that in your own mind, you're not thinking you're losing your mind because <laughs> you've got a frame of reference. You can say, no, no, no. This was a totally different day. And I wrote this in here. Yeah. Yeah. It is very important. And when we get things out of our head and mm -hmm. onto paper. Mm -hmm. It also helps us that integration, right? That processing, mm -hmm. it helps us. Um, so it's not all boggled down in the mind. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah you could just release it and yep. be done with it. Yep. I love it. So I have to ask you, how has Reiki benefited your life? Ah, you've talked about it a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this whole, everything, um, uh, the self-discovery and healing, it's just, um, it's kind of helped me unfold, mm -hmm. um, between breathwork and Reiki. It's, um, it's helped me unfold these like layers of mm -hmm. trauma that have been deep, deeply, mm -hmm. you know, it kind of mm -hmm. like have surfaced. Mm -hmm. Um, but Reiki in particular is that the peace, more of a peace and calming, mm -hmm modality, mm -hmm. um, where breath work kind of like brings things to the surface mm. and then Reiki helps bring the peace and the calming and the grounding back. Okay. Although, you know, I feel very grounded after breath work too, but I feel like breath work brings things up to mm -hmm. the surface mm -hmm. and then the Reiki just helps bring a sense of balance and peace to mm. my overall body. I love that. Soul. I love that. You got me. That was going to be my next question. I was going to ask, you know, it was perfect. That was perfect. You led right into it. I was going to ask how, um, how the two play in and tie into each other. And so I absolutely understood what you were saying and felt that because I've, I've done both with you and I'm like, I'm the girl who needs the stress management. So the Reiki piece is, you know, huge in that. And it just kind of, who saw, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it just even keels everything out. Um, and it's why at the end of my breathwork circles or mm -hmm. even at the end of a private breathwork, um, during the integration and towards the end of the integration mm -hmm. and rest period, I do ground mm -hmm. and I ground with Reiki mm -hmm. and that just brings people back okay. to center. 
So you spend a lot of time grounding me, but for those that are listening <laughs> to us today, I'm always in need of grounding. I'm always up in the air somewhere. Um, what would you describe grounding as for those who are not familiar with what grounding is? Like with Reiki or other? There's Just what does it mean when you, um, when somebody uses the term ground okay. yourself or, or go, sure. you know, get grounded. Um, if you're new to the, this world, this world, right? You're like, what does that mean? I can remember hearing it for the first time a couple of years back and I'm like, what, what are you saying? Yeah. You know, go walk outside in the grass and you yeah, feet. Yeah. And I'm like, for what? Like, <laughs> what are we grounding to? I'm thinking of like, um, you know, with electricity when you have to like put the grounding thing in the ground so that you're not yeah. electrocuting everybody as they're walking through. I'm like, I don't know what that means in the human world. It took me a while. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the grounding, um, is to bring you back to center and to mm. keep you, um, on this plane. So mm -hmm. grounding could mean walking barefoot on the earth, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that is very beneficial mm -hmm. to um, our bodies that keeps us rooted really to the earth and mm -hmm. to ourselves and centered. Um, it could mean lying on the ground. Mm -hmm. It could mean um, even a salt bath mm -hmm. is very grounding. But basically what we're doing is think of like your root and okay. think of like a root, um, a root in the earth, mm -hmm. like the, from the tree. Mm -hmm. So the tree is very grounded mm -hmm. because it's rooted to the earth. Makes sense. Right. Down right. in the ground and below mm -hmm. in the earth. Mm -hmm. And so what we're looking to do is do the same with ourselves. Mm. Okay. Okay. To be very rooted, be very grounded. Um, if we're too far into the ethers, which mm -hmm. some of us who um, are in our third eye mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and are connected and really in the spiritual sense, okay. if we're too far in the ethers, then we are not present mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And I know you know yes, what I mean. Yes, because you're absolutely, right? <laughs> um, which is not a bad thing. It's where we right. get our messages. It's where we're right. connected to divinity. Right. But we can't. Um, we we still have to be present to get yes. the work done. Right? Yes. So yes. think. Uh, I like to use this sometimes in my meditations. Uh huh. And I know that you probably know this, but think of a lotus flower, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And in our in our crown chakra, mm -hmm. that is a crown chakra is also um, represented by the lotus. Mm -hmm. A lotus cannot grow unless it is grounded to the earth, right. to the roots. Right. Right? It's not mm -hmm. growing. Right. So, as above is below. Right. So, keeping us grounded, um, bringing us back to present. And mm. breath work... You kind of need to be present in your body mm -hmm. to get the work done. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, we don't want to be in our mind. We're in our mind all day long. Mm -hmm. We yeah. are. We're in our mind. <laughs> so, like you said before, the body keeps the score. Yes. That's a beautiful, great book written yes. by Dr. Vessel Vandercock. Yes. The body keeps the score. The trauma is not in our mind. Mm -hmm. Right? The trauma is in our body. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to move anything out of our, any trauma mm -hmm. or anything that we've been holding, it's going to come out of our body. In order to do that, you have to be in your body and mm -hmm. you have to stay grounded and rooted. Yes. So that's why like 
with you. I will yeah. put grounding yes. stones around you yes. because I know that you like to go to the ethers. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> it's such a pleasant place. It is a pleasant place and I there's love so it. There's so much love. You, there is. There's so much love in there and I love going there too. Yes. But there's something about, um, yeah, we have to stay grounded in, to in stay our here. bodies to move the shit that we're holding in our bodies. Yes. Yes. No, that? yes, you can. You absolutely can. That's 100% true. Yes, you absolutely can. I love that. The analogies you just shared were perfect. So I think our listeners now understand grounding if they didn't before, but it also, it also gave, um, I always love a visual, so I loved the lotus flower analogy. That was beautiful. That was perfect. Yes. So we're uh, getting close to our time. So can you tell me if you had to share or you could share one message with our listeners? I know there's so many to share. Uh, what would you share with them? It could be about breath work or Reiki or... I. I would say, um, believe in the power of your breath. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Your breath. It's the first thing we do when we come into this world and the last thing we do when we leave hmm. and you have cost you nothing hmm. to actually use that breath hmm. to regulate your nervous system, um, to stay grounded and rooted. It's all in our breath. It's beautiful. Oh. Hence our title, The Power of the Breath. That was beautiful. You tied it together. That was awesome, Trish. Look at that. I love it. That was so awesome. So please share with our listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want to schedule a one-on-one -on -one session or if they want to join your circle or if they want to do a corporate wellness event. You have so much to offer. So how would they reach out to you and how could they communicate with you? The best way is through my website, which is trishbrewer.com. Perfect. Thank you. Yes, perfect. And for our listeners, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of Surviving the Human Experience. And thank you, Trish, for sharing your evening with us. And until next time, be well and stay blessed. Thank you. This wraps up today's episode of Surviving the Human Experience with Kristen Aurelia, the show where all things human experience related come together and are explored. Join us on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Episodes will be archived on the Surviving the Human Experience Dream Vision 7 radio network website page and will also be accessible at shewisepublications.com. That's S-H-E-W-I-S-E -E publications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.